This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. The Late Lunch with Blackstone Motors, Drogheda, Dundalk and Cavan. Check out the new sporty and spacious Renault Arcana in petrol and full hybrid. Guaranteed delivery, low AP or finance and 48-hour test drive. Visit blackstonemotors.ie. Welcome, welcome to Late Lunch this Friday afternoon. Well, Louise, a week is a long time, isn't it? This time last week, we were in the church for Sarah and Kieran's wedding a week ago. Mm. It's just flown by. Happy anniversary, Sarah and Kieran. <laughs> <A> week, <laughs> <a> week. <laughs> and you know the build up to it, and then it's over. And my God, you think back, it didn't that just go in the blink of an eye? It it certainly did. The reason I mentioned it is, it, myself and Louise have been chatting during the weekend or fighting. We never fight. <laughs> we might disagree at times, but we never fight. We've never had a row, had we? No. No, we, we never have. We, we we differ at times and we agree to differ and then <clears throat> I do what I do. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, we, we have been talking, haven't we? It's been on yeah. the, uh, you know, it's a topical at the moment about weddings and we're talking about weddings and gifts, etc. And the, the whole issue of wedding gifts arose. And look, you do know today, Louise, um, the whole scenario of, 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 of cash money is, you know, the big thing when mm. it comes to, to wedding gifts. But people give gifts too, I have to say, as well, and vouchers and they other do, things. It can be personal. Yeah, absolutely. And you were telling me, you know what, she is. She is the you queen. You always say I'm a hoarder. She's and the this queen. Is... She's the queen <laughs> of hoarding. Our Louise is the queen of hoarding. But you were telling me yeah, that... Yeah, I wanted she... to prove you wrong. Yeah. Yes. Well, 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 tell them what you were telling me. You have wedding gifts. When were you married? How long ago? Uh, 15 years. Okay. And and you still have gifts from your wedding? Yes. Unopened. In boxes. Now you opened them to check what they were. I take oh, it when yeah, you got yeah, them. Yeah, I, I took over all yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But you didn't disturb them from their lovely boxes. No, no. And they're all put away. Like what? What have you? I've at least three sets of cutlery. Right. Three or four. Three, I think, Newbridge. I have um, candles. I have, um, I actually have a set of wine glasses given to me, beautiful wine glasses given to me by my bridesmaid. Yeah. And the funny thing is that I think I'm down to two wine glasses in the house. So, <laughs> but if anyone comes over to me to visit, they'll get wine in a mug because I ain't, I, I won't, I won't open You know, them. those two glasses are both Louise's. Go on, yeah, go ahead. I won't open them. Um <laughs> Now, I know the last time we chatted about this, I I kind of, you put the guilt trip on me. So I did open this beautiful kind of um, box of crystal cut uh, tumblers. Yeah. So they are up in the press. Ah, so you're using them. No, but I don't anyone that touches them. They're there. They're out of the box. They're one step closer to being used, but 
they're not being Louise, used. Louise, what is the point in boxing all, or leaving all this stuff in boxes <sighs> and actually I don't want them not to be using broken. it? Ah, I know exactly who bought me those gifts. I know. I know, but listen. How long are you going to keep them for? How long more? Ever. I, <laughs> I'll probably be buried with them. It'll say on my headstone, here lies Louise and four sets of cutlery, two candles and a cake slicer. So I'm not the only one in a box. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But that's what will happen on a serious note. But I'm not the only one. Or, or when you're gone, somebody else just fling them out or, or whatever. Have you not anything in your house that's not touched? Oh, I'd, say, I'd say Mary Mass, but sure, I don't give a damn about it, to be honest with you. And that's to be putting me cards on the table. But folks, are you listening to what we're chatting about today? Anybody out there like Louise, with the wedding gifts still intact one. in the attic, put away safe, throwing sugar at them in the china cabinet, whatever, let us know. 086 1800 658. <laughs> I think oh. there could be a sugar bowl also, actually. <laughs> I'm sure there is. 086 1800 658 by WhatsApp or text. Uh, Louise posted this on social media earlier today, and I'm simply astounded. I can't believe this. Five the words, Jerry. Na 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 na. I I do stand corrected. Thank she you. she's the queen of hoarding, but she has a kingdom, a fiefdom of followers <laughs> out there who I do not. I haven't left everything unopened. I did used some stuff. some stuff. Olivia says, yes, cutlery, white sheets, tea sets, water for glasses from 45 years ago. Olivia. Olivia's lo- my lovely neighbour. Hello, is, Olivia. Is it? Is yeah. she? Yeah, really. Regina says, I had cutlery sets, dishes and other things that only came out on special occasions. But during lockdown, I realised every day was a special occasion. So I unboxed it all to use some, gave some to charity. <gasps> it's all just stuff, really. You are right, Regina Nicholson. You are 100% right. Linda Malone says, I have a beautiful, uh, really cherished all types of touch lamps in the attic. Linda, Linda, touch lamps in the attic. Do you ever turn them on or touch them to, to illuminate the attic? Light I don't know. Attic, yeah. Lisa Flynn, yes, I sure do. 20 years later, still in the attic. Sonia, Colvin, yep, cutlery and candle holders. Let's bring in somebody to the conversation whose business is beautiful, beautiful gifts. She's in Drogheda, in the heart of Drogheda, right beside the wonderful Lawrence Gate. She's been there a while and she does the most wonderful uh, of gifts. I'm delighted to say hello to Lelia Doolin from the Design Gallery. Hello, Lelia. Oh, hi, Jerry. Hi, Louise. How are you both today? Well, well, good. What do you make of the conversation, Lelia? Oh, I'm sitting here laughing just at uh, at all the comments. And actually, I had a I had a read through your Facebook page, <laughs> and I just think it's so funny <laughs> the amount of um, the amount of people who who don't open their gifts. I think it's 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 just funny. It's just funny because I would have nothing. I'd have everything open and everything used. And funny, I remember even myself when we got married. I think it was nineteen eighteen years ago, and I'm in business nineteen years in the shop and uh, somebody bought me cutlery and we didn't sell Newbridge at the time I remember um, it was just before we got Newbridge in into the, the shop and I pulled it out and I was only delighted to use it because the stuff I had at home was just awful <laughs> but uh, yeah no I would use everything uh, I have to say I wouldn't have anything really in boxes and yeah. I'd nearly remember what people gave yeah. me especially if it was any way unusual or something like that yes. you know yes. but uh, yeah and actually, you know, it's funny 
my husband has won golf prizes, Jerry. You'd know that. Uh, and even those, I'd pull them out of the box and a, a vase, maybe that I don't stock or whatever. And I'd, I'd find, I'd find a home for it. Uh, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be hoarding those kind of things. There so. you go. So the woman who sells the most beautiful yes. of gifts does take them out and use them all oh, the time. In, in a general sense, like tell us about this, you know, and and wedding gifts, uh, and you know, you get a lot of visitors there. Do people still buy gifts? They do. Funny, and um, they they absolutely do. And I think it's it's coming around a little bit more again um, in in recent times. Like definitely, I would say ten ten years ago, maybe it was all cash and you know mm. um, maybe a small gift and cash. But now people are definitely they 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 want. I suppose uh, I don't know. Maybe they just like the idea of a gift. I know certainly, and I was saying this to Louise earlier. Any cash that we got, I found I kind of went and did my shopping, and I didn't put it to good use yeah. you know so I would always I'd, obviously I'd be recommending for people to get a gift because obviously that's my business but I do think I remember things that people gave me but I would definitely think of the people like anybody that comes in here I'll always ask them what kind of couple they're buying for or mm. what their interests are or what kind of style are they kind of old fashioned or are they contemporary or whatever mm. but funny even even this stuff from years ago like that's all that's coming back into fashion now and even the youngsters yes really? absolutely because everybody's entertaining at home now and they're they're pulling stuff out uh, Louise you're going to have to open all those boxes <laughs> <laughs> and they're pulling stuff they're out they're getting because, mugs <laughs> yeah yeah they like entertaining and they like the nice things they like the nice things they really do you mm. know so I definitely think some people it's definitely cash and but they'll always come in and buy a sort of a memory box or you know something something a wedding album something yes. small to go with cash so mm. they definitely don't want to just give cash because I think people think it's it's not that personal you know but yeah. um, vouchers as well like if people are really struggling and they're not sure I always say get them a voucher and then they can come in and pick yes. whatever they want themselves mm. you know mm. but I suppose it's horses for courses everybody everybody's different but I certainly I remember so many things people got me um, yeah. you know and that's an, and Louise is like that don't you you said that to me Louise mm. as well that you can put names mm-hmm. and people who are no longer with you mm. who gave and their specialty because I, of that yeah I think I was saying to you this morning that yeah. I came across a candle yeah. Um, yeah. I'm looking for something else. Came across a candle still in a box from years. I think it was like got it for an engagement present. Right. And on the back of it, on the box, was a note saying, you know, to Louise Known, congratulations from um, Dorian and Mickey, uh, which my aunt, aunt and uncle. And sadly, they both passed mm. um, in recent years. And you and, have and that. If I threw out that box, I wouldn't have had that little yeah, note. I see. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I see. So it's lovely to have know. those memories. Yes, isn't it? it is. Know. It is. You it know, really the is. Cards and, uh, the cards and everything that... that that people write, you know, and mm. the messages people have, and especially people that have passed on as well, exactly. Yeah. You know, it just is, it's a personal thing. Oh, I, I'm just after thinking here, Lily, you know Miriam, my wife, well, I think yeah. she has the royal dult in China. I'm just after <laughs> thinking, I'm nearly sure now that you yeah. mention it. Is that not Mrs. Bouquet? No, no, yeah, well, I call her that anyway. <laughs> I, we brought it in here one day for Daniel O'Donnell when he was in for tea with me, and it came out of the box for Daniel, Lelia. She wouldn't well, take it out for me. You. 
Not a there chance. You go. There you I go. go back into the box. It went back into yeah. the box and it stored back safely. Into the box. <laughs> uh, it's funny though, but it's gas. Like any time you're entertaining, you want to get your best stuff out. Mm. Weed, you're really going to have to <laughs> get that stuff out of the box. <laughs> I'll take them out of the box, but nobody's using them. Yeah, I love. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll do that two, step. Two glasses, two glasses. <laughs> I'll actually take a picture of the two glasses. Oh, we have to do this. Two glasses, and she won't give one to anybody else, bar herself. Uh, but you see, she fills the two of them and has them beside one's her anyway. One's for red, one's for white. <laughs> I knew that. Well, that's it. Mary, what about the wedding last week then? So uh, what did, did your, what did they... Yes, of, I, I, here, I... We used to have wedding lists here, mm, like years yes. ago. People don't do that anymore. Mm. But like years ago, we used to run wedding lists here. But, you yeah. know, did you know, do they do kind of... Or what no, uh, I, I, I actually, <laughs> in doing my research earlier today, I rang yeah. my daughter just to check Sarah to check out. And she said to me, definitely cash you know what I mean was yeah, the predominant yeah. you know predominant yeah. definitely but they got gifts they did and some vouchers as well but that was yeah. the was the main thrust of things and should they love it because with the expense of the day and everything that's involved well, that's in that true. You, you know see, it's different now yeah like, uh, I suppose 18 years ago when I got married you know it wasn't at the price it is now to get you know yes. it's, it's a yes. fortune and a half to get yeah. married now yeah. so I can yeah. see and also so many people building houses and everything like that but definitely people love to give a little something with the cash. Yes, you know, that you'll little, always have. Something personal. Yes. Uh, like, like even a frame and get their name put on it. And, you know, we do that kind of mm, stuff. You know, mm. people want that. A little personal touch. Sometimes they mean more than a, yes. a, a vase for 200 euros. God. You know what I mean? Just something personal. Yes, you lovely, see, the you know? two of you between you have turned me thinking. that I'll, I'll yeah. hand it to yourself and Louise. You've definitely turned yeah. my thinking when you, when you mention things. Just before you go, quick question. I know you went yeah. on online during the pandemic the lovely shop is open again are you working yeah. twixt and between the shop and the, the online oh, still yeah. absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. The, the website is is very busy actually yeah. um, on and off you know but it's yeah we've been very busy with and definitely it's kind of like a brochure for people before they come in mm. as well you know yes. um, but yeah I know it's fantastic it's great being back open just love being back here at the gorgeous gate yes and it's sure it's just like a sun trap and it's just lovely here to work here amongst all the beautiful things yeah and you have yeah, no. a wonderful shop and yeah, many many more I years of it. continued success oh, and you're right there so be- beside the uh, number one historical landmark in the heart of Drogheda yeah. St. Lawrence's know, Gate I so lucky we you are that every day that it's just it's just beautiful looking out at the, at the beautiful it really is well listen we thank you for joining me I know you took a you're little time welcome. out to have a chat with us continued Not success thank you okay. Lelia Take care now. Bye bye. Bye bye. That's the wonderful Lelia Doolin there from the Design Gallery in Drogheda. Wedding gifts. Have you got them unopened like our Louise? And it looks like now hundreds of others that have them as well. 086-1800-658. WhatsApp or text us to the show. We're back in a moment with your TV theme competition. Is it Fish and Chips Day today, Louise? You believe it's in the UK, is it, that it's Fish and Chips um, Day today? I just did a quick search. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll go more we'll in have a look at it. Yeah. If it's in the UK, you can drive to the border. It'll cost you tenner in petrol. Get your chips for a fiver and drive home and you'll be broke. Anyway, if it is in the UK, that's my suggestion today to you. Anyway, time for a TV theme competition. Have a listen to this. 086-1800-658. I have a lovely prize today voucher from Gleason's Butchers and a lovely gift as well to give away to one of you and will you tell me please which brand is this particular theme advertising that you've got a higher power 
Got me singing every second, dancing every hour. Oh yeah, you've got a higher power, and you really someone I wanna know. Yes, which brand are we talking about? Is that song associated with it? It's running on the TV at the moment. Answers please to 086-1800-658 by WhatsApp or text and we'll pick a winner before the end of the show. I have more giveaways as the afternoon goes on as well. Well, Louise, certainly it's taken off this. Let me let me read a, a few more of your comments about the wedding gifts. There's one into uh, our text there. Hi, Jerry and Louise. I'm still using some of the dinner service my aunt who's passed away gave me for a wedding gift in the 70s also three china tea sets in my kitchen dresser never used I might add that comes in from uh, an avid listener I'm loving the show Louise there's lots out of there mm, go on give us a few one. more um, this came into our Facebook page nope I gave them all away as wedding presents over the years <laughs> hold on that's somebody who got wedding gifts gave them away and gave them away yeah. yeah, well, Recycled? fair juice. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, I hand it to you. They were used again. Go on ahead. Yes, I have bone china, dinner service sets, glassware, clock salad sets uh, for the last 48 years. Sandra says, I have sheets and pillowcases, a beautiful box candelabra, clock and tea set. 39 years ago, all in the loft. Oh, they're still there. I wonder does Sandra check them. They'd have a great dinner party in the loft, wouldn't they? <laughs> you would indeed. Go on, Louise. Pick Fio- up more Fiona, there. Fiona uh, yeah. says she could restock Newbridge Silverware Shop herself. <laughs> I love that. And Raymond Darling has a good point. He right. says, what's the point in having something you don't use? Ironically, mm. when you're dead, your kids will either use them or throw them out. Enjoy the things, enjoy the memories or nightmare that they brought. <laughs> so true. Joanna has a never open dinner set. Open it, Joanna. Go on, open it, please. Margaret says, I have Green Hill sheets and pillowcases and China tea sets. We've been married over 40 years and I've never touched them, Jerry. <laughs> what about that? Isn't this just incredible? The hoarders that are out there. I think you should form the Hoarding Society of (laughs) Ireland. Name yourself president and just get all these people to follow you. Honestly. Oh, my God. A lot of it is personal. You know, you you do remember who gave them to you and you just, you're just you afraid to use them. I know I got um, lovely bowls from my mother-in-law recently, yeah. in recent years. Now, they weren't for a present. She was just, you know, sorting yes. out her kitchen. She says, here, I says, I need bowls. Chips, they're all chipped now from the dishwasher. Really? Yeah, so you're afraid to use Well, hand wash them. Don't put the precious stuff in the dishwasher. It'll probably go to bits. Sarah Wilson says, 12 years married, one house move, and I still have a wardrobe full (laughs) of presents. Sarah made sure that she uh, didn't disturb them, even though she moved house. Another Sarah Smith says, a china tea set, cutlery, set uh, of whiskey decanters and glasses, and God knows what else is that long. I can't remember, Jerry. (laughs) And there's one more. I got seven ironing boards. I gave six away and 12 sets of china. I gave 10 of those away. Ah, loving the programme. Thanks indeed for your messages. Keep them coming We'd to love us. the ironing board, oh. wouldn't we, Jerry? <clears throat> you don't need an ironing board. Remind them how you <laughs> iron your clothes. No, don't, don't, don't. <laughs> ah, you and Louise can do the ironing and she doesn't need a board. You can watch the telly. Here's the four of us. Boyfriend, been that way for a year. Slapped her in the face once, but says he loves it. 
I was just sitting down thinking here, 24 months and three is 27 months since somebody sat in the chair opposite me. And she's making history today because back in studio with us is the wonderful Margaret Madden with her book club. Hello, Margaret. Hi, Jerry. It's so good to be back. Oh, I'm greyer since I saw you last, <laughs> but it's great, isn't it? Being back oh, face my face. God. This is a special day. It really is. I'm delighted to have you with me. Well, let's kick straight into business because your book of the month, I want to say this, you pick wonderful, wonderful books across the board. Thank you. But this book, my God, Margaret, tell them what it is. It's brilliant. It is. It's Louise O'Neill's latest and it's called Idol. Now, give them a feel for what it's about. Okay, well, you know, influencers and these people that um, you see them on every TV programme talking about how they improved their life and how you can improve your life by being like them. And you subscribe to our my YouTube channel and follow me on Instagram and kind of the Gwyneth Paltrow kind of goop effect, you know. Well, that's what this is really about. It's a woman called Samantha Miller and she has loads of young fans that she calls her girls. Um, she, as it says on the back, she's everything they want to be. She's an oracle. So she's telling them what they, how, how to be perfect, you know. Um, and her career is booming. She's got three million followers. She's a new book out and she's decided to write an article for um, an online publication about something that happened to her years ago. Um, an incident with her and a girlfriend where they actually got a bit close and personal. Yeah, you would say a sexual awakening happened. Yeah, yes. yeah. Um, and she's talking about how she's an open-minded person and how it was done with love and whatever. But what happens is then she gets a message from this girl from years ago saying that it was non-consensual. She didn't want to be uh, a part of what had happened yes. and it, the whole thing kind of comes crashing down on Samantha you know mm. uh, she's refusing to admit that what she did was non-consensual and it just turns into a bigger thing because she decides to go back and find this girl and go back to her roots and everything kind of comes not so much crumbling but a different aspect to her life starts to yes happen. and yeah. she's flying high and probably she had no need to do this at no. all but she she just penned she was this being greedy, yes think, you know and, and doesn't it show you as well how two people's memories of a situation many years ago can totally differ yeah you know yeah. your perspective you, you, and mine you remember what you want to remember yes 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 you yeah. know that's that's the real message in this isn't it yeah. uh, for sure um you know, social media, we all know its impact today is, is massive. Wouldn't it, in a way, make you dislike social media when you when you read this book and, and try and take on board what happened? You'd say, yeah. you know... I For me, look, I, nobody... It's not. I'm not revealing anything huge to say I'm mm. too old, really, for a lot of the newer ones, the TikToks and the... Yes. You know, I, I, I am on Instagram, um, but I don't follow people like that. Yes. I have no interest in um, the rich and the famous and, and how amazing their candles are. I, I really don't. I like love. Listen, I would sit for hours flicking through pictures of dogs. I just, you know, um, or beautiful plants or yes. books that people are reading yeah. or I love looking at people's holiday pictures, mm. just seeing where they are. But all this, mm, I, I don't know what you'd call it, is it? Um, slavishly, facade. yes, slavishly is following it? somebody who has, you know, an image yeah. that is perfect. Let's say. I worry for for the younger girls, especially. Yeah, I have um, four girls, as you know, and, and mm. a lot of three of them would be very into the into following people yes. who were, and it kind of. 
filters it's a filtered aspect of what yes. life is really like but it shows you how fickle it can be as yeah. well one wrong move and you're oh, you know what I mean cancelled yeah. uh, you know the cancel culture, culture as well there, yeah. it, it's in this as well but look just to, uh, to say on it this book has you know there's the uh, awakening aspect addiction substance abuse disorder eating it's all there yeah. and, and, and online stuff it's brilliant isn't it it is because you don't really know what's happening until yeah. the end mm. you know which you've got to go great. all the way yeah. and and you do, and you just don't know how it's going to go. You don't know whose story to believe. Mm. Idol by Louise O'Neill, Believe You Me, Margaret Madden loves it. It's her book of the month uh, on late lunch at this May time. Now, for your second, now you're going to talk now about sort of summer reads, yeah. a, a number of them quickly. And one of them uh, I've had a look at is a book called Take My Hand by Dolan Perkins Valdez. This is some book. Yeah, I mean, I hadn't even heard of it. It arrived to me um, because I was reviewing it for the newspapers. And it's based on a true story, Jerry. So it's going back to 1960s, I think. And it's um, early 70s. Early 70s. Yeah. And it's a, a young nurse um, from the black community in kind of Memphis. And she discovers through her work that young girls are being given birth control injected into them without anybody's real knowledge mm. in an attempt to suppress young births, you know, births from young mothers in that black community. Yes. Um, but the more she digs, um, these are illiterate children and their parents will be illiterate, so they don't know what forms they're putting their ex they're on. They're 11 and 13 as well. Oh yeah, they're not 17 year olds. They're they're tiny kids. Yeah. They're not, they haven't even hit menstrual cycle. Mm. It's a total attempt of suppression. But the more she digs, she discovers that there's actually children of this age and one, two, a set of sisters in particular who are being brought in for surgery. They're having their tubes um, completely soldered. They're not even just tied. They're cut. They're gone. Um, at that young age, um, they don't know what's happening. It's to horrendous. Them. Oh, but this is all true story based on fact. This is fact. I know the mm. names used in the book, India and Erica, are uh, changed. You know, they, the, yeah. the names have been changed to protect uh, the people involved here. But this is, you know, uh, early 70s. It's within living memory for lots and lots of people as well. But it's horrific, isn't it? Yeah. And, and I mean, the, the writer. Uh, um, did speak to the family involved mm. and you do find that out at the end in her author's notes which is lovely to read at the end don't, yeah. don't read it first yes. it, is a no- it is a novel but it is based very closely to the, the sisters stories mm. and Sybil Townsend is, is the nurse in it and uh, she's a strong girl you yeah. know yeah. Um, she's from the black community herself but she's from the the other side of the fence mm. so she ha- was brought up from, or her parents were very wealthy yes. and her father was a doctor so she had a conscience mm. you know and she's more than helped these young girls she went in and helped the, the family the dad find work yeah. the family uh, uh, relocated them into relocated a home. them yeah. and, and everything and, and I will say to you folks don't Google this is based on a real story don't Google the names of the real no. people read the read book it first, first and then look at the then pictures. look at yeah. yes Margaret I think that that's a because a, a, it did turn into a big big court case yes like a, yeah. a proper oh, there's loads about it so there is but yeah. it's a terrific book Take My Hand by Dolan Perkins Valdez is another recommendations of Margaret's now we're bringing it all back home and the book was just launched this week and she's lovely and I will hope to talk to her soon Carmel Harrington's new one Oh yeah, I was meant to be at the launch the other night, yeah. but unfortunately my daughter was sick. Um, it's called A Mother's Heart and, you know, 
the caramel folks are always as we I think her hashtag is curl up with caramel and dead right whether it's curl up on the couch or curl up on in my case on the sun lounger <laughs> it's um, a fabulous story and it's about a, a step mom um, two children that she's been looking after pretty much since they were teeny tiny one mm. was only recently born their mother had died yes. and so she married this uh, their father and they've been together for years but unfortunately he dies Larkin yeah mm. so then you're in a situation where this woman who has raised these two children wants to adopt them and, and take them back to her homeland in New Zealand but the grandparents are having none of it. And you yeah. can understand that side yes. of the story too. Mm. If you had lost your daughter and her husband, you yes. still want to see your grandkids. Mm. You wouldn't want them moving to New Zealand. So it's basically the story of do they live in Malahide, my hometown, um, uh, with their grandparents or do they start to have a new life in New Zealand with their stepmom? It's a real tug of love. Oh, yeah. Isn't it? Well, because I know what side I'd take. Come on. But they all love them. them. You know, yeah. they all love them yeah. equally and they all have their reasons for wanting best for them and, yeah. and how it should turn out. But yet, Carmel does it brilliantly. Oh, she, she really does. She heart tugs. Either how? you're like, yeah. it's a bit like Jodie Picoult. There's yes. always this what would I do aspect yes, to it. Yes, yeah. Oh, you love this book. It's only out. It's going to be top of the bestsellers in Ireland for sure. It's brilliant. Carmel Harrington's A Mother's Heart, another of Margaret's recommendations. What else have you for us? I have the latest from uh, C.L. Taylor, who we know as Callie Taylor, and it's The Guilty Couple. So this is where... Um, Five years ago, Olivia was convicted of plotting to murder her husband and she's free. So what does she do? Does she move on and get on with her life, try and get her access to her children again uh, or, you know, clear her name? Or does she try and get revenge? Mm. Um, And I know when I got my copy, it said on the front of it, what would you do if your husband framed you for murder? And I'm like, hell, I'm on the revenge. Mm. I'm sorry. (laughs) But, you know, move on with my life? I don't think so. You're coming down with me. I take it Declan knows all this. Oh, he does, yeah. He does. He's actually reading it at the moment. The Guilty Couple by Callie Taylor. Yeah, I love Callie Taylor's Mm. books. I think she's amazing. So that, um, I'm trying to grab this out of Declan's hands. I haven't actually read it yet. He he brought it to a beat and won't give it back. Uh, but now it's actually here on the table in front of me, so it might be delayed going back to it. Yeah, back home and start. Anything that else for us this summer time to have a look at? Please. Yeah, something a bit more literary is Ruth and Pen by Emily Pine, who I adore. She wrote um, a book three years ago personal essays notes to self it was huge Mm. and her writing just floored me absolutely floored me but this is her first work of fiction and it's one day one city two women Um, one is only 16 17 I think and she's uh, autistic and she's about to declare her love to her friend um, female so you have that aspect but then you have um, an older woman well I say older in her 30s that's not old and she's you find out her story about infertility and how her and her husband are struggling they're trying the IVF and all that so it's a more lyrical book it's uh, kind of based on Mrs uh, Dalloway Um, so would make a great present for someone but also Mm. I think if you're lying on the beach and you're just listening to that ocean something like this could be perfect for you perfect for you and then finally I'll just rush through this one because you spoke about it last month. It's yes. Joe Spain, our favourite. Yeah. The last to disappear. It's a winter resort, three missing women, one body, and it's set in Lapland. It's 
It's a thriller thriller. It's a thriller. It yeah. really is that book. And it, Joe's play never disappoints. Never, never, never. And anyway, look, the weekend is to be good. Yeah. Get out there. With Get your in your garden. Boot. Down to Get the in there. You. One last thing. Have you any wedding presents you've uh, held on to? <laughs> or are you a user? I'm laughing at Louise. I'm the opposite of her. I used everything. We're 25 years married this year and I still use things to this day. My cutlery, uh, Newbridge cutlery is everyday use. And we got, I, I laughed when I got a deep, a deep fat fryer, I think. I never used that, but I gave that to charity. Um, the f- food processor. I laughed thinking I'm never going to use that. Turns out I do all the time. The best wedding gift you ever Kenwood, got. Kenwood Who gave it to you? You don't remember. I, it's too long ago. <laughs> I'm, I'm not putting you on the spot. No, 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 no. You can you can think about use that. Use things, guys. Take them out of the box. <laughs> there you go. Them. There you go. Margaret Madden is a user of our wedding <laughs> gifts and what array, uh, an array of books she's recommended for us this month. Until the next time. Thank you so much. Oh, and it's been great, so great to see you, see you here too. in person. Take yeah, care. Bye. bye. Well, there you are. Yourself and Margaret Madden couldn't be more different. Mm-hmm. She's used everything under the sun. There's another one there. 37 years married. I used everything. Still have food mixer as I can't bake, Jerry. And you were just saying, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to out, I'm going to out you. You always do. Louise, Louise will just walk out here someday and I'll be left, <laughs> left stranded. I, I, that, that's something I do think about at times. But yourself and Margaret were talking there when we came off air and she said, didn't she, she, she has. She said she used the, pro- the food processor a lot. And she, when she got it, she wasn't sure. Yeah. And it was the best she ever got. Tell them what you said to her. I said, most people would want me to put a food processor back into the box. <laughs> no, you said that yourself. You I, said, did. I, I did not say I that. I did. You said Hands that up yourself. in the air. I can't cook. <laughs> There's another one. Hi, Jerry. I have a china tea set and dinner service and Waterford Crystal wedding presents. Married 55 years and still has them. Oh, my. Oh, my. Uh, horses for courses. I have to say that as well. I wonder, though, just because a lot of these people that have these presents, are married kind of over 10 years and you were saying that recently Mm. recent years couples get gifts uh, you know of money and vouchers yes so I wonder are there kind of people that have married in the last five years that have anything in boxes I wouldn't think so. No? Very few. No, look, at, I would say there's not a wedding goes by that somebody gets gifts for, for different reasons. Mm. But keeping them, putting them away, holding on to them. Anyone less than five years married with something that they're holding on to or might hold on to long term if you're listing <laughs> and you're less than five. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a big challenge in itself. If you can get there, that's fantastic. 086-1800-658 by WhatsApp or text to late lunch this Friday afternoon. Now, it's time for your comedy on Friday. And I picked this one because it really is topical. You do know that Liverpool Football Club are in the Champions League final tomorrow where they take on Real Madrid. And I know Liverpool have a huge support here in Ireland. John Bishop, he's brilliant. He's a mad Liverpool fan as well. And he still dreams of wearing that red shirt. Every dad in this room has aspirations. And you can't help but live your life through your kids. And, and you see you see it when you go to football matches. Like I'm a big, I'm a big Liverpool supporter. Yeah, to be honest, it doesn't matter whether you cheer or boo. I'm 42. I'm not going to get bullied. <laughs> and if I, if you do, I'll just phone Childline. But I, I am. I, <laughs> you know what? This is true. This I actually, I actually was at a charity auction about uh, about three weeks ago, and they were they were uh, selling off at this charity auction the opportunity to be a mascot at Anfield. And I kept on bidding, I kept on bidding, and it was getting close between me and another fella. 
and it got to the point where they said, look, we're going to have to have a word with you because only one of you is going to win it and this is getting a little bit silly. And he turned to me and he said, okay, we're going to have a word with the both of you. He turned to the other fellow, he said, the child who will be the mascot, how old is he? He said, eight. He turned to me, he said, the child who will be the mascot, how old would he be? I said, they're 42. I was so desperate to walk out of the match all nans with Steven Gerrard like that. Because <laughs> it's a dream. And it's a dream that never ends. It's a dream that never ends. That's what women don't understand. Women don't understand that men live in two worlds. We live in this world, the one that you see, and the other one, the one that's in our head. The one where everything's still possible. I would say now that there's men in this room still waiting to get bitten by a spider to find out you've got superpowers. <laughs> That's what we're like. That's why when you go to football games, you always say, fat. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Bold middle-aged men wearing replica football kits. And you know... The first time they put that shirt on, you know they looked in the mirror and thought, there's still a chance. <laughs> and that's what we're like. I go to Anfield, there'll be 47,000 people there, 20,000 of them will be fat, bald, middle-aged men wearing replica football kits, waiting for that one day that Rafa Benitez walks out, looks at and goes, oh, we've only got 10 men. <laughs> hey, I tell you what, fat Eddie looks like he'll do a job. <laughs>
Jerry Marsden, the greatest football anthem ever, ever, ever written. It's just, every time I hear it, the hair stands on the back of my neck, I have to say. And synonymous, of course, with Liverpool, sung amazingly by Glasgow Celtic fans as well. If you go there to watch them play, it's just incredible. But there is no better song. I wish Liverpool all the very best in the Champions League final tomorrow night. I really do hope they win it. I have great time for Jurgen Klopp, I have to say. And... uh, well, Madrid have been lucky this far to get there. Maybe their name is on it too. I don't know. But I'd love to see Liverpool win the Champions League again. They've some record in it. It's going to be a fine match tomorrow evening. Of course, the Champions final is tomorrow in rugby. And we have big interest there with Leinster playing. We're going to be talking about those big sporting events. League of Ireland and uh, the uh, Mead Ladies with David Sheehan here on the show shortly after three when he previews uh, the weekend in sport. I have another giveaway for you and I might as well mention it now. Earlier in the week, we spoke to Deirdre Murphy, uh, sorry, Deirdre Murta from uh, Causey Farm. Uh, they're near uh, Fordstown there in County Mead. And you do know this weekend, it's the first ever Dogitude Irish Dog Lovers Festival happening at Causey Farm. Mo, I don't have to remind many people listening today where Causey Farm is. Pharmaphobia, me and Louise went there. Unbelievable. Christmas time. Now they're back with this new one, Dogitude. Uh, if you want to give your dog a special treat, bring uh, him or her for a really great day out. It's the place to be this Sunday. Gates open at 11am and there's so much going on, as we mentioned the other day. There's even uh, a Woofstock stage. Yes, there's music on the day. A food village, trade shows, expert speakers, working dogs, you name it. And we'll be there broadcasting live LMFM radio at Dogitude this Sunday from 11am. I have two sets of tickets to give away to Dogitude on late lunch today. Here's my question. Does a breed of dog called an English Springer what? A breed of dog called an English Springer. I'm looking for the third word in the name of the breed. An English Springer what? What's the name I'm looking for there? Answers to 086-1800-658 and we'll pick winners to go to Dogitude this Sunday at Causey Farm. He's standing by. He's picked a pair of crackers again for us this month to go with Margaret's lovely book recommendations. Wouldn't a glass or white or red be lovely? The virtuoso of vino, Rick Cronje, is with us next. At long last, there's weather, there's barbecue weather and the barbecues are coming out and will be out this weekend. So with the lovely food, a couple of bottles of wine would be really nice. And a man who barbecues all year round, regardless of the weather and knows his wines inside out, is back with us on late lunch. Rick Cronje, hello. Hello, Jerry, and good afternoon to the listeners. Thank you for joining me again, Rick. So timely, and you've been off to Aldi for your wines this month. I certainly uh, did stop in there, Jerry. Two lovely, lovely wines. You mentioned barbecue. Well, we tested these wines last night with a barbecue, and I can guarantee listeners you couldn't go wrong. Ah, that's great to hear. Well, let's get straight to business with your white. Tell us what you've selected. Yeah, this is a uh, uh, from France, the uh, Languedoc uh, Rousson uh, um, region. Of course, uh, Jerry, that the name changed. I mean, everywhere it's still used there, but it's actually the Occitani region that changed in September 2016. 
but even on the bottles, there's still Languedoc written on it or Roussine. Uh, yeah, uh, what we have there is a Roussan, which is a grape we don't really see here, certainly not on its own. It's usually it's uh, very commonly blended, mm. uh, you know, with Massan in particular or Voina. So it was a real, real surprise to see that uh, standing out on its own. And it's a 2020. It's €8.99. It's a terrific price, we have to say. The grape, there's a story about this grape, though, isn't it? It's a little small green grape that grows, uh, you've been telling me, in these tight bunches. But that presents a challenge, Rick. It does, Jerry. You can imagine, you know, uh, just... If, even if you took your hand and you kept your hand open and the fingers apart, you get airflow over it. The moment you bunch it up into a fist, everything is tight. Mm. Air doesn't flow that easily through it. And that presents the problem uh, because of that tight bunches. It will be prone to mildew, to rot, and even wind uh, damage uh, causes problems for it. And in particular, in the cooler climates, Whereas in the south of France, you've got higher temperatures, longer growing periods. So it's not such a bad problem uh, in that area. No, it's a lovely straw colour, I have to say, the wine. What about on the nose and the palate? It's actually rather shy when you initially open it, Jerry. There's some hints of stone fruit, and uh, we picked up, and there were eight of us last night, so uh, quite a bit of flowers on it. Yet, when you put it on the palate, uh, it's very light, but it's firm. It's got a good body to it. Lots of fruit, apricot, peach, pear, a lovely, lovely lingering aftertaste. was a real, real hit. So you could quaff it on its own, but if you were to match, I take it, the lighter summery foods, yes? Absolutely, Jerry. Uh, a vegetarian will do very well. Uh, pasta, lean fish. Uh, even poultry will will be, but yeah, you have to be on the lighter side of food. No question as an uh, aperitif. It's a really a true summer drink, this one. Well, there you are. France, the Languedoc region, Roussan, 2020, Aldi, 8.99, and Rick's big recommendation on the white side of things for this weekend. Now, you're staying with Aldi, as I said, for the red, and but you're moving from France to Italy, uh, Rick. Oh, we are, uh, Jerry. It's great to uh, be back in Italy. The uh, Val Policella Ripasso Superior. And uh, when you see the name Superior, what that means is by certification, it has to have a minimum of 13% alcohol in it. And this wine does that for sure. Nine ninety nine, a nice price again. 2019 is the year. Um, Ripasso, talk to me a bit about that. Yeah, Ripasso is basically a second fermentation, and and what they do is they they make the original wine, the uh, Valpolicella, and once that is uh, completed, then they would uh, bring the husks or the skins uh, from uh, the uh, Amarone uh, uh, batch that they they make in, and this then is put into the wine, the Valpolicella, and that's when the second fermentation starts. Now, they're usually minimum of three days to get um, the best out of it, uh, Jerry. And what it does by adding the skins back in is the richness and the depth that it 
it puts onto the wine, and that's why they can call it ripasso, which means a second passing, basically. And you're talking about these wines, this blend. It it is purely and definitively the best of Italian when it comes to the grapes. Oh, indigenous to Italy and the best. Corvina, Rondanella, Molinara. Um, a, a beautiful combination. Really, really lovely. And it, it's, it doesn't tend to be that heavy, though. Mm. Um, Italian wines in general are pretty it's hard to get a very heavy wine out of them because of the grape varieties being indigenous and obviously rick just in a general sense when when blends happen like this and percentage wise it takes a a time doesn't it for the wine producers and that to come up with the ideal i'm sure there's trial and error a lot happens before you arrive at the combinations oh absolutely jerry excuse me and uh, every year as we know it is different because it's it's agricultural crop is dependent on mm. climate and and everything else. Absolutely, Jerry, this is real real experience that 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 comes through by blending uh, three varieties together like this. Now it's an intense ruby color indeed, but come to the nose and the palate again. It's interesting when you talk about this wine on the nose. Yeah, it it um, it. it Initially, it, it it didn't sort of stand out, but then it, it tends to open up a bit, and it came through as dark fruit, leather. We weren't sure if it was leather or tobacco coming through there, but it definitely opened up, um, you know, eventually, which sometimes is just a rule of thumb, is an indication perhaps you need to open that wine uh, beforehand, decant it. Okay, so that's a good recommendation with this one. And on the palate, how would you describe it, Rick? Oh, definitely, Jerry. It's it's cherries, plum, definitely tobacco uh, uh, coming through, vanilla, but just such a beautiful combination and blended well. Um, it's, there, there was no overwhelming uh, or particular mm. flavour standing out. I take it there was a few burgers and sausages consumed with this last evening? Uh, I believe that's the report that came back. <laughs> yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes, fantastic. Uh, homemade burgers. Uh, I'm very fortunate my son is over from England and he's an expert at making homemade burgers. And yeah, and uh, we had a lovely red skin potato salad. Very simple, straightforward, lovely, Jerry. These, both these wines, highly recommend for the weekend. I believe the weather is going to be fantastic. And at that price, less than 20 uh, euro for two bottles. Absolute can't go wrong. Ah, uh, certainly in the context of the price rise and the cost of wine at the moment. The white is from France, Rosanne twenty twenty, Aldi eight ninety nine, and back to Aldi, Italy this time, Val Policella Ripasso Superiore, and it's twenty nineteen, Aldi again, nine ninety nine. You have it sorted for the weekend. All you have to do is get the food right. Rick, you're fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us again. We'll see you in the month of June. I'll be there, Jerry. 
Thank you. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye. That's the wonderful Rick Cronje there with his recommendations on Late Lunch this afternoon. If you're only joining us, welcome to the show. Don't forget, you can listen to us online at any stage, lmfm.ie. Get the app, the uh, LMFM app. Download it. Bring it with you wherever you are. You can take us with you. Still to come on the show this afternoon, I have a wonderful young lady joining me next. I met her many moons ago. Oh, she's grown up since. Amy Sharon is with me. And then after three, my soundtrack and David does his sporting thing. Back in a moment. I honestly don't know if I'd recognise her now. And I've met her on a number of occasions when she was much younger. She'll be 18 in August. And when I tell you that Amy Sheridan is just a fantastic young woman, due to fibular hemimelia, she had her leg amputated below the knee, her right leg, and she's been dealing with that from a very young age. But by God, is she making strides now in the swimming pool. And she's on the line with me again. Hello, Amy. Hi, Derry. I don't think I would recognise you, Amy. <laughs> yeah, it's been a long time since the last scene, yeah. <laughs> it's been a while, hasn't it, since you were in with Dad Shay here in the studio on a number of occasions. And you were just fantastic. And I know he's standing by. We'll talk to him now in a minute. Well, my God almighty, young one. There's been a lot of water under the bridge since we last spoke. And you're gearing up. Tell them where you're heading in Portugal shortly. Uh, Now on Tuesday, this Tuesday, I'm uh, preparing to go to uh, a para world championship swimming, obviously, yeah. (laughs) Good on you. So you're heading to the world championships in Portugal. And hey, I'm a little bit jealous, to be honest with you. You're sharing the pool with a couple of Tokyo medal winners. Uh, Yes, I train every day with Nicole Turner and Ellen Keane, but then two other swimmers that also Sam in Tokyo, which is Barry McClements and Roshini Rain. Good so The five you. of us will be going to Worlds, yeah. Oh my, oh my, you're in fantastic company there. But this is a huge commitment for you and your family. You're up and down to Dublin how many days a week? Uh, six days a week, yes. <laughs> <laughs> But you're no bother to the mammy or the daddy to look after you and get you up there and get you back. How many hours are you in the pool each time? About um, two hours training every day. And then on Saturdays we do uh, double training sessions. So you have to fit this in around your studies and schooling as well? Well, I try to, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So it's either what, early morning or late evening when you're there around the school Um, day, yeah? On school days... So Monday to Friday, we swim from five to seven at, in the evening. Yeah. So I can go to school, obviously, beforehand. Yeah. And then on Saturdays, we train from six to eight in the morning and then four to six in the afternoon. Wow. That is some commitment and some schedule. Do you ever get out with your friends or how is the social life? <laughs> I have a pretty good social life now, Jerry. I do, yeah. <laughs> I try to fit it in anyway. Good on you. Sure, you have to get the balance, don't you? You have to marry everything together. But seriously, it it, it is a huge commitment. They're a fantastic crew you're with, aren't they? Oh, they're unbelievable, and they're so they're so dedicated to um, to myself and also my teammates and air performances and how well we do, but also how enjoyable and how how we can strive for better. Yes. What's your distance in the pool? Um, my my main three events would be um, 100 butterfly, 100 front call, and then a 400 front call. 
good on you. God almighty, I'll tell you, that takes some going to to, to uh, cover all those those events off. And, you know, is this your first big event, these World Championships? Yeah, this is be my first um, big power event because I've only swam in one power event before this. Yeah. And usually we're swimming with able-bodied swimmers. So now this it'll be very enjoyable for yeah. it to be all people with disabilities. Of course. How did you get into this? Because when I talked to you when you were a little one, a few years ago, uh, GAA was a big thing in your life, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, the, uh, it's still, like, obviously is a part of my life, but I don't participate in it anymore. Yeah. Um, well, ever since I was young, like, since I was li- a little taught, I always done swimming lessons and really enjoyed it because you kind of feel, feel free in the war. Mm. And then as um, I had more and more operations, kind of then I got into a club, Georgia Swimming Club. Yes. And um, then when I had my turning amputation, uh, we kind of realised the football and the camogie. It wasn't really, it wasn't really the place for me. Yes. <laughs> so then I kind of stuck with the swimming. And it was kind of my thing. Like my sisters were all playing football and camogie. I went to swimming. And then um, we got in touch with um, Dave, my swim coach, uh, currently the para swim coach, and he told us to um, move up to the swim club, the NAC in Dublin, where he coaches so he can keep a closer eye on me. Mm. And then that's where I've been ever since. Good on you, and you really are making strides. And um, you're to be fitted for the new prosthesis shortly, are you? Yes, as you grow. Yeah, yes. Now this will be my fourth prosthetic leg that through the knee. Right. So um I'm really excited. It's like getting a brand new pair of shoes. <laughs> Good on you. Uh, rumor has it you're out on the roads too. Are we all safe? Are you driving? Well, I haven't, I haven't crashed yet. No. Good on you. I, mean, I won't. <laughs> and you won't. Must be great. I remember when I learned to drive the Independence, Amy. Yeah, I can't wait to drive on that. My mum and dad will be glad of it anyway. <laughs> I'm sure they will. Hey, Shay, come in there. Will you be glad when she's paddling her own canoe? We will indeed, Jerry. Yeah, it'll take uh, a lot of pressure off at <laughs> home now because uh, that's great. It's great to see her out driving and it's exactly the word independence. Mm. And, uh, but like that, we have three other daughters who are very active, so... Uh, there's a lot of driving from pitches, but we're very lucky with good friends and family who uh, help us out there on different days and that, you know. So we can't we can't be at all the games or all the training. Yes. So somebody will grab one or two of them here and drop them and pick them up. So mm. I and we have a we have a very good crew of family friends that uh, are geared up for Paris. Hopefully that Amy will qualify for and. Uh, as they to say, they're putting their shoulder to the wheel to help the other kids so that we can get her to Paris so they can go on their holidays. So that's, <laughs> that's their plan. You know? But Shay, you know yourself, the saying, it takes a village, and it really does. And when you have four wonderful daughters, I often think of you when I say the words, blessed art thou amongst women, Shay. Some days, Jerry. It's not all rosy. Yeah, no, no, look at their 
they're not too bad. They're, ah. they're working. They're working away and schooling away and sporting away. So yes. you know, then three combinations is not so bad. Ah, listen, isn't she great? Do you remember the times you came here with her? And I can see the size of her. As I said, I wouldn't know her now at this stage. But please, God, we're going to see more of her over the next while as she progresses in the pool at the World Championships now. And as you said, with Paris and the Olympics in mind too. That's the aim, Amy. Yes, Paris is the goal. Yeah, Paris Paralympics, hopefully. Please, God. <laughs> yes. Oh, listen, you're one strong-willed girl and I have every confidence you are going to do it when you put your mind to it. That is for sure. So you fly out on Tuesday and the championships begin, what is it, the 12th of June? Uh, yes, we're flying out to Fordham first for a training camp before we go over to Mediterra to the World Championships. Yes. Yeah. Yes, fantastic. Oh, they look at this is a wonderful, wonderful story. It, it really is. And Shay's so proud of her, so proud of all of them. She had four of them, but this young woman has, oh my God, she's overcome so much, hasn't she? Ah, yeah, Jerry. But like like that, we, um, and Amy has been very strong the whole way through her life. She never looked at the her leg amputation as a problem. Mm. Um we, we actually had an employee the other day had to go to Crumlin himself with his newborn child who had to get heart surgery. So, like, as we always said, Amy's complaint is very minor when you go to these hospitals and uh, we're very grateful for Crumlin and Kappa that look after Amy down through the years. But, look, at she's putting in hard work into this and it is very tough and she's making a lot of sacrifices, like, socially as well. Yes. Like, and, when all our peers are all heading out, like she can only go an odd time compared to her other mm. time. So mm. she, but look, there's a big goal at the end of it. Yes, so hopefully she makes it and uh, like that. Uh, and like she's getting great help from everybody. Like as I said, she started swimming in drum car with Deirdre Maguire. She progressed into draw the yeah. swimming club and then calling out a local man there and then moved on then to that act. So. It's been a stepping stone the whole way along and so far it's been all steps forward. None Fantastic. Of so yeah, we're grateful to everybody that's helped. I know. Well, I know. I know you are and it's uh, you deserve all the assistance and support you get. Amy Sheridan, good luck in Portugal. We'll be watching out for you. Wish you well and I'm sure this is the start of a reconnection between ourselves here on Late Lunch and yourselves. Thank you both for joining me, Shay. Good luck, Amy. Thanks very Thank much, you. Gary. Thanks so Take much. Take care of yourselves. Goodbye. Yeah. God bless. Aren't they fantastic people? They really are. Late lunch, LMFM, radio, news, weather and sport. And I love your wedding present. Beautiful clock. Now, that's a nice one to receive. It's a real traditional clock with the pendulum on it as well. Beautiful. She WhatsApped us in the picture. And thanks to everybody who told us about their wedding gifts that they still have and treasure. Now, uh, good afternoon, Jerry. What a lady Amy Sheridan is. And her mum and dad, Katrina and Shay. Their commitment is unbelievable. Want to wish her all the very best, says Eamon. Thanks for your lovely message, Eamon. Let's have a listen once more to our... TV theme today. But you've got a higher power. Got me singing every second, dancing every hour. Oh, yeah, you've got a higher power. And she really saw what I want to know. 
Coldplay, of course, BMW. It's running at the moment on TV. And our winner today is John Kennedy and Navin. Well done to you, John. Lovely prize on its way to you. Now, also, Dogitude. The question was, what breed of dog is an English Springer? Spaniel was the word I was looking for. Tickets to Dogitude going to... Carol Morris in Carna Ross and Bernard Heaney. He's in Clonmelon today. Well done to both of you. Thanks to everybody who entered that one there. And Navin races. Yes, tomorrow is Summer Ladies' Day. Great racing, entertainment galore. The style stakes will be high. €1,000 up for grabs for the most stylish lady. And going along to the racing in Navin, because uh, you know that the height of a horse is measured in hands. How many... uh, What is a hand? It's four inches or 101.6 millimetres. There you are, just a little bit of trivia. Anyway, going along to the racing in Navin tomorrow is Sean Donnelly and Johnny Masterson. Well done to both of you. Tickets on the way for the racing in Navin tomorrow. Now, my soundtrack this week, I bring the curtain down on. It's been a tough call, I have to say, to narrow my selection to five songs from The Greatest Showman. Today, I'm rounding off my picks with one called The Other Side, a duet featuring Hugh Jackman and Zac Efron. The song sees P.T. Barnum attempting to convince wealthy uptown playwright Philip Carlyle to invest in his circus in return for a cut of the action. Ain't easy, and the lyrics have it all. Barnum's pitch, Carlyle's rebuttal, and then, ultimately, a meeting of minds. The other side is considered by many as the finest from the movie, despite it playing second fiddle to some of the more popular songs that achieved greater chart and commercial success. Yes, I wave goodbye to the greatest showman with The Other Side. Right here, right now, I put the offer out. I don't want to chase you down. I know you see it. You run with me, and I can cut you free out of the treachery of walls you keep in. The Greatest Showman, curtain down this week, a new musical or movie soundtrack coming your way next week at this time each day on Late Lunch. Happy birthday to Robert Roach from Mum and Dad in Julianstown. Have a great one, Robert. Final break of the afternoon, a week on the way on Late Lunch. And afterwards, David Sheehan looks ahead to the weekend in sport. One of the biggest sporting weekends of the year beckons across the board. And our man David Sheehan, presenter of Sunday Sport, joins me again. Hello, David. Hey, Jerry. Welcome back. Thanks very much indeed. Good to be back with you. And you'll uh, be back in Dalymount Park this evening with Drogheda face bows. But let's begin at Oriel Park. Uh, as you were listening to the ad there a moment ago with Adrian, uh, two clubs vying for European places and the edge, of course. Stephen O'Donnell, Dundalk, former Pats. It's going to be a tasty one. Certainly is. And I mean, looking at the form table at the moment, Dundalk are absolutely flying. What have they got? Five wins in their last six matches. Um, they're really they're really going well I, I'm not quite sure if the dog fans would, would think they'd be in, in with a shout of a title challenge probably a little bit soon to say that but like they're hot on the heels of Derry City in second place who everybody was talking up at the beginning of the season they started the season really well Derry they faded away a little bit but the dog are just getting better and better as the weeks go by and those new signings are starting to bed down they've cleared out a lot of the dead wood from last year so things are looking really good um, for the dog at the moment St. Pat's very up and down themselves at the moment. They've lost two of their last six. They've drawn two. They've won two. Um, you know, a good win against um, 
Bohemians last weekend, but the, the, on the Friday night they were beaten by Shelburne, I think it was. So they're very up and down as well, and a little bit of restlessness up there, possibly in Inchicore. So it's going to be a big one, as you said. It's the Stephen O'Donnell derby, Tim Clancy, former Drogheda manager, coming back with St. Pat's. So it's going to be a cracking game, a cracking occasion. I think Dundalk, the way they're going at the moment, I think they're going to do it. I think they'll expose St. Patrick's athletics deficiencies at the back, and I, I think Dundalk will get all three points there. You talk about up and down. Drogheda went in an unbeaten run, then slumped after losing late in Sligo. I think it was the last four in a row then. Mm. Won a crucial game last Friday against Finn Harps with 10 men and clipped Shamrock Rovers on Monday night. You were there. Now, they go to Dalyman Park. Never easy in Drogheda's history. How do you see this one turning out? Well, Jerry, yeah, as you mentioned there, just the topsy-turvy nature of, the, of this league so far. Unbeaten in six, four games defeated in a row then and then to pull off that win with 10 men against Finn Harps as well remember and then the win on Monday night which was an incredible performance really just an incredible performance in terms of the physical application the mental application the concentration really restricted Shamrock Rovers they had lots of possession but didn't really do a whole lot with it so a, a really memorable night ahead in the game park on Monday night tonight's going to be a difficult one for them obviously I was up there last year when they went up to a much different Bohemian team must be noted and lost 5-0 and clearly a lot of changes in Drogheda's team as well but Again, Bose not really going great guns at the minute. A lot of people, a lot of Bose fans not happy with Keith Long and some fans calling for him to go that his time is up. So Bose are, are under a little bit of pressure. As I said, they were beaten by Pats uh, on Monday night 3-0. So they're going to need to produce something. But I think Drogheda, you know, they have a few injuries, a few knocks, but I think they're going to have Sean Rowan back from suspension tonight. I think they're well equipped to go up there and get at least a point going into the uh, the mid-season break. But those two wins the last couple of games are crucial. So whatever happens tonight, I think they'll be in fairly confident mood going into that mid-season break but uh, yeah I wouldn't I wouldn't bet against Strahda getting something out of that game Bohemians are no great shakes at the moment Now tomorrow night the Champions League final Liverpool face Real Madrid and Madrid amazing that they're in the final at all they were out it looked like on a number of occasions in the knockout stages Liverpool confident and assured who'll win it? Oh, there's the question. Jerry. if you were looking at this dispassionately and looking at the teams and everything else, you'd, you'd have to say Liverpool. But I saw Real Madrid likened to the, uh, the Terminator there in one of the build-ups during the week. They've been dead so many times throughout this Champions League campaign and each time they've managed. It's, it's absolutely incredible what they've done to get to this final. Um, I still think they're going to have to say Liverpool will win it. But, you know, if it was any other club than Real Madrid, Jerry, with the history and everything else, and people say history doesn't count for anything, but you can't tell me this Liverpool are 2 up tomorrow and Real Madrid pull one back, even if it's in the last five minutes, that they're not going to be a little bit worried about what's going to happen because Real Madrid are just this incredible force of nature, really, and there's no explaining sometimes what happens when they're playing in big matches. I think Liverpool will do it. Uh, I think they're the better team, but Jerry, as you know, the better team doesn't always win these big matches, <laughs> but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a put my my um my very small hat on Liverpool. I wouldn't put any more than that on them, but I, I think they'll get it done. But um, it's going to be a really great occasion, and um, I'm really looking forward to it. Now, you know these two teams well. The ladies' Leinster senior final on Sunday, Meath against Dublin. This will be nip and tuck, will it, as well? Yeah, well, it's actually tomorrow. Because sorry, I beg your pardon. It is, the men's, sorry. The men's, the men's final is Yeah, tomorrow. yeah, I just see that. Sorry, that's my mea culpa. Tomorrow's, tomorrow is an absolutely bumper day of sport and yeah the ladies like you know Mead obviously got Dublin beat them in the All-Ireland final last year which was a big upset there was no Leinster Championship last year because of Covid so this is the first time that these two sides as we know them at the moment have met in the Leinster final Mead um, were beaten by a point in Navin in the league by Dublin uh, then Mead won in the Leinster Championship round robin a couple of weeks ago in Parnell Park I was at that game a cracking game Mead were 7 points ahead I think going into the last 10 minutes made a load of changes Dublin came back with 6 unanswered points Mead won by a point but that's 
you know, that kind of stuff is a little bit of a phony war. It's the real business tomorrow. Both sides have named strong, strong teams. Um, me, they're missing Katie New, who pulled up with a, what looked like a hamstring in the Westmead game last time out. So she'll be a big loss, but still both sides very strong. It's it's impossible to call this one, uh, Jerry. It's going to be really, really tight, nip and tuck. It kind of captured the imagination of the country at this stage. These two sides, but how could you bet against me, Jerry? A mead man, I could never do that. So I'm going to I'm going to give me the, a nod to win by a point or two. But it's going to be a cracking game, and it should be a brilliant occasion. The curtain raiser to senior men's final as well, which is the first. Brilliant uh, to look forward to it. And all we've been talking about so far, the League of Ireland tonight, Champions League final tomorrow, the Ladies Leinster final tomorrow as well. And also tomorrow, just before we finish, a word for the rugby fraternity. Leinster have made it to the Champions Cup final. They play Lara Shell. What do you think? Yeah, and Leinster going for going for their fifth Heineken Cup, which will put them level with them, or the Champions Cup as it is now, will put them level with Toulouse with five wins. Uh, La Rochelle beaten in the final last year by Toulouse. Rowan Nogar over them. They're missing a couple of players. They're missing their scrum half and Victor Vito as well. They're missing, so two former All Blacks there. Leinster named a team earlier. Uh, Tyke Furlong is OK. James Lowe is OK. At least they're named the team. So it looks like they'll, they'll start. Same team as played the last day. Look, Leinster are favourites. You'd have to fancy them to win it. Um, but La Rochelle, having lost last year, they're going to be back uh, with a vengeance. And don't be surprised if Raj has a trick up his sleeve or two for, for Leinster, but I think you'd have to you'd have to say Leinster should just win that one. Oh, the O'Gara fact. There's always an angle, isn't there, David? There's always a story in a lot of these things, you know. This and is what we love. This is what yes. we love. We love an angle. <laughs> Absolutely we do. Reminding you, don't forget League of Ireland, you can catch both games, Dundalk against Pat. Bohemians Drogheda on lmfm.ie online uh, this evening. Listen to the boys. David's in uh, Dalyman Park and uh, Adrian Taff at Oriel Park. And what a prospect tomorrow is and beyond. David, until next week, so good to talk again. Thanks you for joining me. No problem, Jerry. Thanks. Take care. David Sheehan there, our presenter of Sunday Sport, bringing the curtain down on another week of Late Lunch. It's good to be back. Enjoyed getting back into the uh, run of things on Monday and the whole week has been fantastic. Thank you for joining us every day. We love your company on the show, your comments, your reaction, etc. Thanks to all our guests who joined us this week on Late Lunch. But the biggest thanks to my producer, Louise Walsh. Couldn't do without do this without her. Thanks a million, Louise, for everything. Anyway, that's our lot for the week. We'll be back on Monday with a brand new week of guests and more besides. Eddie Caffrey is coming next with The Drive here on LMF. Radio, the weather's to be great, and you heard on the weather there the forecast it may not last a good weekend, and it's back to mix next week. So, make the most of it this weekend, get out and enjoy it with your family and friends. The sun is simply wonderful. Have a nice weekend, and do come back for a brand new week with us on Late Lunch Monday at 1 30. See you then. The Late Lunch with Blackstone Motors, Drada, Dundalk and Cavan. Check out the new sporty and spacious Renault Arcana in petrol and full hybrid. Guaranteed delivery, low AP or finance and 48-hour test drive. Visit blackstonemotors.ie. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.